Welcome back to the Playing Podcast. Um, we've already been talking <laughs> for like an hour and a half, probably. Not like 30 minutes. At 40. Shut up, bitch. Not 30. 40, um, 40, 50. TT. Shut up. Um, we're already balls Tommy deep in taint. the middle of a conversation ranging from personal responsibilities to abortion rights and taxation and privilege and all this shit. So let's just jump right into it. Yeah, I'm a so white you guys privileged piece of shit. I've taken full advantage of it to be a degenerate <coughs> furry. Degenerate furry. Okay. That's why white privilege is bad. It's because then you create more degenerate furries. <laughs> we solved it. White privilege is bad. White privilege. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Memes um, aside. We kind of touched on that a little bit last episode, but... I think attributing privilege to race is completely absurd because a lot of people who are white in the United States grow up poor as fuck. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's this problem where it's a lot of issues are more economic. Value. Yeah. And so then, I, I, what like, I, what sorry, I, that, sorry that the population oh. is in... Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. such proportions and One of the, and that there are things that have happened in the past where it is certain, like, yeah, white people are, are more often not poor. But guess what? This country is like there's a lot of them, a lot of this country is poor. So also a lot of white people are poor. It's like there's rich privilege, sure, or, or middle class, upper middle class mm-hmm. privilege, like wherever the bottom, you know, the lower end of I that like, is. But it's not white or black or Asian or I whatever. Like, I actually ridiculous. like one of the arguments that people that are like, I guess, quote unquote, pro white privilege, or you know, believe in that. that believe in it, not their, that, not they think it's good. Right, they believe exactly, it's a thing. exactly. Yeah. One of their, one of their arguments, which I really like, which I think can actually kind of be to like tear down their argument at the same time, is that white privilege doesn't mean that you are privileged because you're white. It's because being white isn't something that can draw you back. And I agree with that. Actually, I do too. Yeah. I actually agree with that. I don't believe in white privilege though. Because when you say white privilege, you're automatically, you're automatically as- associating some sort of privilege that you get because you're white. Because, yeah, exactly. Which is just not true. It should be, it should be black dis- disadvantaged. It's really colored but, disadvantage, not white privilege. Yeah, but, there, there, but that sounds there, that there sounds is a difference. There is a difference, though. Yeah, there is, but. And even then, I don't necessarily... Ag- a lot of the argument like, is predicated on, like, the assumption that if you're black, you're just automatically going to be faced with hardships that you will not be able to avoid, which is also untrue. And if yeah, so, that's, that's just but a that's also untrue. Assumption. But it, it, statistically if, speaking, I mean, it is... If you take personal responsibility, you stay at a good job, and you work up, and you fucking find somebody you love, and you wait till marriage to have a baby, and you stay along to watch the baby grow, and you create... An, uh, an economic system where you pass on your riches to the generation below you and create privilege. Okay, exactly. That's predicated on that kid having that to start with. Right? It's very hard and not impossible, but very hard to get to that place from an impoverished, um, uh, uh, you know, place of origin. Uh, I would say that it would have to do less than the economic start off of it. Than it is the culture surrounding the child to grow, uh-huh. and 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 the, the the problem is is I think a lot of the people that are like on that side, um, 
they will they'll and you'll you'll be like okay well then let's try to fix the problem let's try to get in here and teach these communities the way like to be successful and then like oh that's gentrification like shut the fuck up do you want to succeed or not not only this that, is why white is, people succeed there is real but gentrification and like, i don't like real if gentrification you go on YouTube or you, it's not even specific to this group i'm just using them as an example pulled from thin air but if you look at like black conservatives in general people will hop in the comments and be like you're not even black because what they do is they reduce the black experience to being poor automatically yeah and it's like it's when they racist. do it, when they do it, it's for their argument. But if anyone else does it, even as it's a joke, then it's racist, racist and it's stereotypical. Bro, hold on, it doesn't matter who you are. Have you seen the, the, the Ryan, It's a Ryan Long video. He's got like a do rag on a bunch of shit. Oh, he's like, and I used to be black. He's like, yeah, I used to be black. And then I didn't vote for Biden. I didn't vote for Biden. Yeah. And then one day I woke <laughs> up and I looked like this. <laughs> I like the Fucking one where it's the the National Socialist. And or like I guess the white supremacist and the leftist and they're like best friends because they all agree on the same thing. It's I, like I don't uh, think Jews should be considered white people. <laughs> and they're both like they like keep complaining each other. Hell yeah. it's, it's hilarious. That guy's clever. Yeah, dude, he's really funny. That guy's clever as fuck. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really funny bit. Um, but yeah, uh, and it's just it's not even with this issue in particular, but. What a lot of people our age, what they do is because they either lack the time and effort to actually study into politics or sociology, etymology, politics, anything of that nature, or they just don't put in an effort at all because they're actually not interested. It's just about virtue signaling that they have to latch on to any bit of information that comes through, you know, social media or things like that or just what people have told them who are probably also very uneducated on the matters yeah, they're talking about. I love I love So everyone ends facts. up having this very reductionist view of everything. So it's like instead of looking at the the fucking issues going on in America right now and having a realistic sense of what's going on so we're able to identify and attack the problems at hand, it gets boiled down to something for which may make up a small part of the spectrum of why we are having these problems. But all of the focus is being focused on this, and not only that, but our own government and political parties are using it to their advantage to create decisiveness. Yeah. Then look, honestly, what I think you're part of what you're divisiveness. Getting at, Sorry. Part of what you're getting at, I think, and and just in general, look, I do think that a lot of the economic stance of the African American community comes from the fact that, by and large, they were brought to this country as slaves. And people here were like, oh, the black people, they're black people are slaves. They don't respect them. They don't treat them necessarily as equals. And then when they're freed from slavery, they end up in, you know, communities of their own, much like if you look around any kind of foreigners in America end up in their own communities. There's Asian communities, there's Jewish communities, there's Hispanic communities, there's Latvian communities, Korean communities, there's all fucking kinds. That reminds me of this bit that Theo Vaughn did. And he was like, man, people keep talking about white privilege. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because I was white, and I grew up in a neighborhood poor as fuck. And there's black people there. And, yeah, we we, we knew white privilege exists. I knew motherfuckers with sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, look, basically, I, I understand that, yeah, there's certain chain of events in history that, of course, led to a status quo, a norm, like, it's unarguable. And to say that 
just because somebody's right wing and saying that maybe it's time to to just stop saying that it's all because of slavery, maybe they're not just a a a racist idiot. Maybe maybe everybody can acknowledge that over the 200 year history of this country, yes, certain groups have been treated unfairly by the almost the entire population. And certain groups have been ended up in situations where is kind of because of the way they were treated as a whole, and they ended up in their own communities. But then, guess what? There's a huge I'm gonna point out, personal I'm gonna point responsibility. Out, I'm going to point out two racial subgroups, and I'm not going to say anything else about them: the Irish and Asians. Yes. Um, I don't want to even. I don't yes. even go further uh-huh. than that. No, no, I'm just no. going to. I'm just going to say it. And our, our viewers should understand <sighs> as well. That exactly. It's happened to my fucking coworker even said you, today. Even if you break down, what? In fact, I don't even think we should be viewing like, if you're going to be, if you're going to strive for a post-racial society, then honestly, there's not even an argument to be made against it because if you think about it, there's no such thing as race. It's about skin color. You could say ethnicity or cultural differences. If you point at someone and say they're black then you're completely erasing other parts of their identity like yeah. for instance in particular nigerians who immigrate here from nigeria typically have nigerians. a higher household income than the majority of white people in the united states i assume i assume that's because the ones that do move here are generally more wealthy when they get here that might be true. But let's I, point at them and say they're black, they fall into this category, and anyone that doesn't fall into this ideological category, then they're not true black or they are absent of the black experience. Yeah, I wouldn't point at them and say that. I'd point at them and say they're wealthy and from Nigeria. They're probably scammers. <laughs> <laughs> they're, now they're closer to their fucking... I don't know, you call them clients, victims? <laughs> but that's that's all... They're But they're under our jurisdiction now, motherfuckers. Like, look, I'll, I'll, I'm sorry to any wealthy Nigerians that got their wealth through uh, whether whether they're legal and acceptable means or, or whatever. Look, you know there's tons of scammers. <laughs> you know it. You know it, bro. It's not even racist. What about, like, the Indian community? Uh, we'll get to them later, bro. Uh, I feel like there's bro. a lot more scammers in, in that. There's in that. no, no, no. That's, no, that's it's, another minority it's, group who comes to America and they're highly successful. Hold on. It's the same thing. It's not. It's the same thing as, as the racing. It's not that there's more successful Indians. It's that there's just more. There's a billion of them. There's not a billion Nigerians. That's a smaller country. So, obviously, it seems like there's more successful Indians because there's more, but it's probably a decent I No, I'm not talking about Indians in India. I'm talking about Indians in America. No, exactly. And I mean, like, look, if you take all the scammers, a large portion of them are Indian and a small portion are Nigerian. If they all get wealthy and move to America... Then you have a large population of wealthy Indians moving to America and a small population of Nigerians moving to America. But it's the same percentage of their population, you know? It's the same thing with the... I think I just lost brain cells. Nah, (laughs) nah, dude. That made perfect sense. I didn't say it did, it was just not really... Intellectual? (laughs) It wasn't supposed to be. (laughs) Not even close. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 like one of those things. It's like yes, there are things that have hindered certain communities, <clears throat> but you can also grow over that. 
because and at some is, point in it history, does make it hard. It does make it, it does. harder. Yeah. And maybe yes, maybe potentially certain communities, and I will admit, probably definitely the black community was probably the worst out of all those communities that got treated that got treated uh-huh. bad. And it's not the worst thing to maybe give them a hand, but it's also not that. the worst thing to. <laughs> I don't know which. Native I don't America. know. If, hold on. Are, okay, Native okay. America's You're disagreeing with what he said. Not that's, that's, that's. I mean, that's. Yeah, that too. They did, they did. Yes, they did. Um, you know, you don't see them whining. Yeah, I mean, a little. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're either dead or own casinos, guys. What are you talking about? Dude, that's fucked. That's hilarious. Dude, alcoholism in fucking. Yeah, it's really bad. bad. It's yeah, really it's a huge, bad. huge issue. No, but I mean, they they do, they do. But also at the same time, there's also a good portion of them that that don't complain about it and do have successful lives mm. and understand yeah. like. This just victimhood like mentality isn't how you get better. It's, yeah, just like there's a lot of created, just people in general. That we've don't. created this, the most obscure social hierarchy that is based on your relation to being oppressed. Yeah. So Which it's is like nonsense. It's absurd. Yeah, it's like, all right, well, how am I going to define myself as a person by the person that I want to be or the hey. person I am or by uh, things that never happened to me that I might feel the repercussions of? Devil's advocate, you're just mad because you're the least oppressed, white boy. I I would seriously disagree with that. Yeah, so would I. That's what I'm and and the thing is, is like ultimately, me as ultimately ultimately me as an individual, what am what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Because what did I do? I didn't. What do am I anything. supposed to do about it? Like, what am I supposed to do about like, what I didn't do? Saying like, like saying something oh, on like boots. Yeah. Saying something on 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 Facebook or social media about it doesn't help Retarded. anything. No, it, right. to it give up my whole you life. Like you want, you want me to give up my job to to a minority? Pay, no. Pay repa- pay reparations and then kill myself? Like I don't know what you want. There's nothing I can give you that does anything to to undo what I didn't do because I didn't do anything. Yeah, but I guess the argument is is because you're white, you're automatically complicit in a systemic abuse against minorities because you don't have the same experience as them, which is complete and utter bullshit because that make me within that statement you're claiming that minorities have the exact same experience and then, to the contrary, white people all have the same experience. Which is ridiculous. Which is racist. That's yeah. literally racism. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't. I like literally all four of us here have had different experiences, very drastic. Taylor's the most privileged out of any of us. <laughs> tisk tisk. I don't know. He we grew up in. I don't know. She's a woman. <laughs> we weren't rich. We were definitely middle class, but at home. Wait, wait. Women are the most privileged. Doctor. White women are the most privileged. What are you talking about? That's right. not what they claim, but that bullshit. Fucking <laughs> yeah. retarded. Uh, we'll, dude, we should fucking talk about the pay gap. What, what pay, pay gap? gap? No, 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 or jobs or whatever, but women yeah, are getting I mean, a smaller a salary. Company. But like, <laughs> guess what? Most Americans not necessarily making salary. So if you're minimum wage job or near that hourly job, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or a man. That's never mattered. 
Well, it, Never it mattered. did at one point okay. in time. You know, but, but we have moved recent past history. it completely. And the argument is not that, in a general sense, men make more money than women. The argument is, for the same job, women make less than well, men. Well, that's what they say, but then they Which use statistics that don't... Well, they use statistics no, 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 that don't that don't that aren't from even that. Even if we accept that at face value, there are reasons for it. Exactly. It's yeah. Because there are. A, if a boss goes up to a man and says, "We need you to move to a different state and we'll give you a raise," they're more likely to say, statistically, speaking, yeah, yes. yeah, cool. They're more likely to accept more dangerous jobs. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, paid 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 a uh, uh, pregnancy leave. Oh yeah, and also your people think that your or wage is just leave, money. Whichever, it's not. It's wage and benefits. Yeah, and women get more benefits than men because they have pregnancies and they get time off because of it, uh-huh. which is calculated into how they pay you at base rate. Mm-hmm. Which yes. means at base rate, you're gonna get paid less than men because you have more benefits than men medically. And also, there's also to, to also like, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this, and it's a kind of a touchy subject, and people don't want to don't want to admit it, but it's literally statistically true. Men are more likely to stay after work and work overtime than than women are. It's I mean, it's just it's just statistically yeah. true. And not, and like not, I'm not saying women don't. I'm not saying all women don't, but statistically speaking, men are more likely to stay after work and work overtime. I mean, personally, I would drive to do that just because that's what my dad did. That's what I'm used to. That's what I think of. When yeah, I think of just, what what I do if I'm a man, what, it's at what work. we've been taught. I, I'll if work a little if harder. If and you've extra. been if you've been if you've been raised at least even slightly traditionally, you were taught that as a man you were supposed to work, and so and work hard. We, we're we're bred, we're we're engineered from a young age to think that working more and working harder is good, which I I do I think that's a good thing, and uh-huh. and maybe maybe we should start teaching women to do that. I'm not saying that's that's, the, but I'm saying as of right now, the statistically speaking, men are more likely to do that, and that's why they end up getting paid more. I think part of it is that, look, yeah, differences in in how we raise you know the different genders or whatever, but men, I feel like you know you sit down with a man who's at least somewhat confident or maybe they're you know applying for something they know they can do and they have an expected salary and they're not a very submissive person and say yeah, they want say they want $40,000 yeah, and and yeah, and they offer 30,000 and yeah. a man goes no give me 40,000 I can do this and I can do it really well I want 40,000 that's what I need to live and a woman says I'll take 30,000 then guess what bitch I'm sorry, it's not because you're a woman, it's because you didn't <clears throat> argue. It's because you didn't make a fight. It's not only you that. Didn't women, women, are, women, are more, time, women are more men, likely to be agreeable than men. Yeah, most and men, generally. Most men, after working for a certain excellent amount of time, are more willing to go to their boss and say, I've been working really hard, I want to be under review, and let's set some goals up, let's do this, this, and that. I want to raise... I think I already deserve it. If I need to do a little bit extra to earn that raise in your eyes, I'll do it. Let's do this. Women are more likely to just sit in the passenger seat and let them control how they get paid. Which is not... Statistically speaking. Which is not the patriarchy. We're not saying all women are like this. That's just how jobs work. If they're they're not going to just pay you more if they don't have you to. Could, that's retarded. If you have to, you can tie it to the patriarchy and saying that, well, under the patriarchy, women are raised to be submissive and feminine. 
But I mean, maybe that's just kind of how women are more natural. Well, like, and that's maybe another, that's, just, that's another maybe thing. gender if, roles if came look at from this, just how people act. If we look at this from a generalized perspective, then women are more likely to choose areas of work which are more about nurturing and caring for other not people, about like making money, like nursing, yeah, or not teaching, big money jobs, which are yeah. less dangerous. And than men jobs are more likely that, to yeah, do more that, yeah. dangerous and task-driven jobs. And even in Everyone likes to point fingers at fucking social democracy in fucking Scandinavian countries. But even in countries <laughs> like yep. Switzerland, or I'm not Switzerland, uh, Sweden, where they have pretty much achieved uh, what's considered gender equality. Yeah, what's considered the closest the workforce, to a gender equality out of any The women country. still decide to do nursing and teaching and things that are about nurturing. Statistically, in those countries, this, yeah. the disparity between like what we consider more like women jobs and men jobs statistically speaking in those countries that are that are deemed like the most gender mm-hmm. neutral out of any out of any of the countries most gender liberated countries mm-hmm. statistically speaking they're they're even more drastically less diverse than we are yeah maybe because, because if you stop like screaming at people that they think you if you're a woman you have to strive to be in stem to prove the right. patriarchy wrong hey, maybe you want maybe hey maybe you don't even maybe you want to be a stay-at-home mom that's fine yeah, that's fine. You can that's, strive for that okay. life. That's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to strive to put it to anybody. Well, and believe it, me, I'm not saying that's just women. That's hard for me to do too. I feel like it's why I'm still alive. Is I think it has I gotta put it to somebody. I think it has everything don't. to it's do wrong. with evolution. Because if if you have some sort of psychological gene or behavioral pattern where you are more likely to take care of people or take care of your children then that benefits the people you're taking care of, and their offspring are more likely to survive because you pass that gene down, and people who are less likely to take care of people as women and the people who take care of the babies who have them, they die off, uh-huh. and then that genetic code is separated from what we have come from. So hold on. I just want to get this straight. Are you saying that potentially, um, I guess you'd call it just domestication, is, is potentially somewhat genetic? Well, define domestication in the way that you're using it. Like, um, the desire to nurture and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Huh? I'd say it's a behavioral pattern that, yeah. it, that we have evolved with because it benefits people. It helps people survive if you take care of them. Uh-huh. So you're saying we could potentially genetically engineer submissive, obedient cat girls. <laughs> we can actually genetically uh, engineer. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cool. That's gave me a like another day of hope. One I, more day. Hanging he in can, there. He can hang in there for one more day, hanging guys. Hanging in there. Goes home, looks at calendar. Next day, <laughs> suicide. Scratches it out. Next day, suicide. <laughs> I was watching Office Space last night, and he's going into the, like, early in the movie, he's going into this hypnotherapist's office, and it cuts in, and he's like, so basically, every day you see me is the worst day of my life. And he's like, two. Uh-huh. Seven. And he's like, so is today, is right now the worst moment of your life? He's like, yep. <laughs> yep. And he's like, oh, that sucks. He's like, yeah, yep. No, every day is worse than the last. Constantly miserable. But I'll hold out for this. But it's better than tomorrow. It's better than today. It always be better than tomorrow. So you don't ever kill yourself because today is better than tomorrow. Yeah, you got to get through today. 
It's a pretty good one today. <laughs> think about it. Tomorrow's you yourself good. today well, when tomorrow's the one that like, sucks. There's, <laughs> there's two different schools of thought here with tomorrow the, with the be reasons better. that people it's kill not gonna themselves. Be. It never it's will either be. because they have traumatic experiences that they can't cope with, or it's because they are, and that's what depression is, or they have anxiety, which is a fear of what is to come, which is usually I based off both. of the past. Yeah, I mean, everybody does. Oh, are you saying they're just regular emotions that people have and they don't have to be diagnosable issues that hinder you from having a regular life? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Whoa, we have whoa, a winner. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you, if you're <laughs> saying that I can't cry about my life and blame it on my depression and anxiety being worse than or, yours. Or on the patriarchy. Or the patriarchy. I can't do that anymore? You mean my depression and anxiety don't come from the it's patriarchy? Almost like, it's almost like if you take personal responsibility for your, your mental health and the way that you uh, carry yourself about and take care of yourself, then you realize that a lot of these things are of your own volition and you have the power to change these things. Yeah. Even I will say... If you blame everything on other people, then you're constantly just waiting on other people to change it for you. I, I will say, for anybody out there that's kind of like in, in a middle area... Yeah, just Randy. Because yeah, just Randy. I went the exact opposite. Like, uh, thanks. Um, I refused to accept that I could have anything, you know, bad. It was like, because I'd argue with people constantly, you know, because um, I, I was, grew up on Tumblr a lot when I was a teenager, That's and it's all these people talking about d- depression and anxiety and all this shit. It all makes sense. And though. yeah, it does. <laughs> all I all I can do is like. All I can do is argue with them about, like, why are you being such a little bitch? An- people are anxious all the time. Regular old everybody is anxious and sad constantly. Comes, at, you know, it just happens. They're emotions. It's life. It's just life. Now, now there are times where it's too mu- too, it happens too much. And, like, a normal healthy brain, you just shouldn't. It, like... There should generally be a balance. Yeah. And I, I find that there is. Personally, and I, know I, don't, a lot of I people. don't know where we draw the line. Exactly. That's the thing, is drawing the line. Because there's every, a line somewhere. Everybody has anxiety, and I have uh-huh. I have generalized anxiety. Yes, but every after, single person does. After doing that hefty amount of you acid you, and having anxiety attacks, they are completely different. Yeah, they are. And I don't know if everyone experiences what I experience when I have Holy an anxiety shit. attack. Mm-hmm. But it's like literally physical reality breaks down, mm-hmm. and it's insane. Yeah, and you know I don't think you need to have uh, necessarily have an anxiety disorder to have had an anxiety attack in your life. Well, yeah, there's this really cool TED talk I watched where it was like people raised in other countries who uh, have a schizophrenic episode uh, or something like that of uh-huh. that nature. They have a mental breakdown at a, like an age like ours where uh-huh. it's typical for people to be feeling this confusion about life and have yeah. this anxiety and this depression going on. And instead of people pointing at it and saying, this is what you have and this is how we're going to treat it, like we do here because we view everything from very scientific and very medical uh-huh. perspective. Very Western. They're, they're taught, like, this is a gift, and this just means that you you are more sure, in touch life. with God or the universe or whatever, and then they end up becoming shamans and they learn how to control these things. Instead of... That's what my my main critique with modern medicine and the way that we approach and treat mental to, illness it's built to turn it is off. the idea of mental illness is inescapable. 
because if you if you are having problems with your men, your mental processes and you have a name to call it that is someone else's name and you point out and say this is what it is and then you read the books and say this is what I can expect and that's what it will be and you will never escape it. Yeah, you create your own if, reality. If you and this is how I got fucking rid of my shit. It not only through ritual magic but it's just through building my understanding oh, of that it. That was a good episode. Holy shit. We need to retouch on that sometime. Which it's is, about building my own reality about, about what was going yeah. on in my own head. Okay. It wasn't about, you know, this is this is severe anxiety or this is paranoid schizophrenia or this is a uh, drug-induced psychosis. I said, this is what's going on with me and this is how I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to get past it and this isn't forever. I'm going to destroy it. Uh, I will say part of that, I, I don't, I think you just didn't ha- don't have schizophrenia. I think there uh, basically what I'm saying is I think the caveat should be made and mentioned there are diagnosable mental disorders that people are much better off on medication for. Well yeah, but I would also argue but that it exists on a spectrum. It exists on a spectrum like anxiety. You could have really severe anxiety to the point where maybe you do need medication for it. But if you've ever taken Xanax, which I think we all have, what I'm Maybe saying, I'm assuming here, but that just that only functions to turn it off entirely, which is not right. That's yeah, part of it, what you should be feeling as a human being. Maybe it's too intense, but the drug is only going to completely destroy it. And unless you're the one percentile extreme case where it's literally un, uh, you're not able to, to to deal with it, it is just unapproachable. And yes, fucking take it. But really, that's like. At that point, somebody should be needing to force it down your throat. Yeah. Um, if yeah. you really can't escape the amount of anxiety you're in. Because I think as long as you're there a little bit, things like anxiety and depression and stuff don't necessarily need to be medicated. Maybe you need to talk to a professional because I think they can give you skills and help you with with skills to overcome that those things. And they can help you understand it. And it's sometimes good to have an outside perspective. But I don't think, by and large, you need to be on... On medication. That's where I differ, is that I feel like the way that we observe this phenomenon medically from a, a purely medical perspective is what causes it to be such a problem. Mm, yes and because, no. Psychiatrists are different than therapists. Spectrum, which means all of us exist within these various spectrums. Uh-huh. We all, to some degree, have schizophrenia. Not necessarily. No, but what is schizophrenia? I guess I don't know exactly. Paranoid schizophrenia is the phenomenon where you have auditory, mostly auditory, but sometimes visual hallucinations where you see something move or something is just there in the corner of your eye and you look and it's not there. Uh huh. Okay, yeah, sure, that happens so, all That funny. happens to me all the time. But that's very different than... But it exists on a spectrum. Sure. So let's say if that happened to you at a very young age when you had oh, no... Hold con- on, hold on, let me clarify something. Yep. There's a difference between therapy and psychiatry psych psych psychiatrists in psychiatry want to want to prescribe and diagnose therapists just talking about your regular everyday issues is not necess- that's not at all the yeah, same yeah, yeah. thing I'm not, I think I'm that not. I yeah exactly no so I don't think that we should be going after diagnosing things and and diving into things I do think that we should be more open about just letting talking to other people about your 
regular emotions and feeling them, and that's basically therapy, whether it's uh, yeah, a I professional feel like or not. With therapy specifically, there's this giant stigma behind it because of somebody you don't know. Granted, yes, it's somebody you eventually therapists. build a relationship no, with to some degree them. eventually. I hate everyone I've ever Or met. that's what the goal is. That is what the goal is, but and they've all failed. I feel like we should be able to, like, like we do right now at, at these fucking talks right here at, on the podcast. This is my therapy. That's what I'm saying. It's like we should be comfortable enough with our friends and have a loving relationship with the people around us that we should be able to just talk openly about the problems we're having. And that, that mm-hmm. is therapy. I feel like that causes and a lot of problems like, in my life, I, honestly. I'm way too open with, like, everybody I know. I have, like, it's an but, issue. But that, that's that's a social issue. And it I feel like there's a huge issue. stigma behind, you know, being strong versus being <laughs> You're, you're, you're being doing weak. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> placing yourself, you're, you're self-diagnosing. Like, I think to a degree, like, I think to a degree we... Like like he was saying, we, we all kind of fit in. Whether whether it means you're on the spectrum, but you're like almost zero percent. Like you're very very much like don't really have any of that. You're still on that spectrum. So like everybody. And that's on. what I'm saying. If it's, it's a spectrum, it's a, everybody's on. And that's it. what exactly. I'm saying. It's, it's accumulative. <laughs> and and I and you I have agree. a small like, experience, you, and you're if young, you decide yeah. to fixate on it, yeah, and then it happens it just, again. You make your you make your own reality. Yeah, and and, just and the keep, bad thing is, yeah. is it's it's a it's a loop because your 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 parents will end up feeding into it if they if they get too freaked out about it. Like, oh no, my child did this one thing that like might be like schizophrenic or might be autistic or something and then they go like go get them checked out and then and then like every single other little tiny problem in their life gets pointed out and 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 blown out of proportion and then it's like oh no my child really does have autism and then they grow up thinking they have autism and you create your own reality and then guess what now you're (laughs) now you're a teenager and you have you that's why i disagree with our medical approach to mental illness it's because if you take a, my belief, it, you can't test on humans like this, obviously. But my belief is if you had a child that was completely insulated from the rest of the world and you just introduced them any amount of mental illness and said, you had this, then eventually they would read into what that is and then they would recognize things that are already existing within their own minds. No, they wouldn't. And then it would create a loop to where it just accumulatively builds onto itself until they end up in that one percent where they are required to take medication Mm-mm. because they are no longer in control. Nope. See, the problem is uh, they're removed from society. They never learned how to read, so they couldn't read into it. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Your parents can teach you how to read. Oh, I thought she meant like completely removed. Because no. uh, I remember Dane. I mean, Dane told me about this story of this guy that had a daughter that he chained up in a room for her whole life. The police found her when she was like ten. She literally like, never interacted with another human being. Feral, feral children. They're real and they're terrifying. It's like that movie. <gasps> but yeah, like I, I totally agree. Like I, I think, I think it feeds into itself and it creates a feedback loop where it just it gets it gets worse and worse and, and worse. And mental worse. illnesses are diagnosed based off of behavior, observations of behavior. Uh-huh. Right. See, that's how come I could I can go get any diagnosis I want. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> like that's what <laughs> that's that just plays on to why there's such a, like a it's not an hard. Adderall and a Xanax addiction among people our age. Just because it's so really easy to just go in and say, This is what happened, and they're like, This is what this is. Uh-huh. 
Oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be everyone, so easy for me to go in and just be like, I'm completely extremely subjective. depressed and, and and have extreme anxiety, and I I can guarantee you, guarantee you that they would try to prescribe me something. Yeah, it's not even about getting guaranteed. a prescription. I could get, I could get. It'd be harder to get diagnosed for some of the more extreme things, but I could probably score a schizophrenia diagnosis. Like, I think you it, could definitely score autism. <laughs> I could, I could, like, cause, cause, like you said, it's it's a lot of the things are not necessarily measurable. As in, you can't just like you could make up. You shit can't and just they like knock exactly. You thing. can't just like knock the person out and then you know take measurements. Like you can measure you know brain activity levels and I don't know shit like bone density, blood pressure. You can measure certain things about people and you can measure chemical levels. But I think a lot of these issues are outside of a you know a particular chemical imbalance and are wholly in the gray well, matter even, even with the chemical of, imbalance of if you not being able to measure it. even you with have the chemical neuroplasticity right if you if you even within the chemical balance realm if you think you were depressed and you constantly even live in a state of like yes. oh i'm depressed i'm i'm constantly sad i'm like, worthless oh, wow, i'm going to kill wow, myself wow my name's Doug hello um <laughs> but like if you constantly live in that that state and you you feed yourself into that you're you're going to be depressed. That's you're, why I'm you're saying, going to have a lack of. Yeah, oxytocin. But I'm afraid you're that's, to leave. That's why I. That's exactly <laughs> why I believe that everyone exists on the spectrum of mental illness. Yeah. And we all experience every single mental illness to a slight degree. But it's when you point at it, give it a name, and pe- make people believe that they have this thing that they can't escape from that they create this mental loop inside their own head to where it just feeds in on and in and on of in yeah in, in it feeds on itself, itself. Uh-huh. yeah and and then eventually it becomes a problem that they cannot solve themselves when in reality you have neuroplasticity you can control the way that your brain Operate. Let me play devil's advocate. I can't control anything. I'll hate myself forever. I'm a piece of shit. And that's what you will be for forever if you think that. And, and that, that's by that. That's, if you live by that, that's what you will be. That's the number one thing I tell people. Is pretty quick way to destroy. First, the first step is you have to believe you can get better, and that's just it. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't, don't believe, believe that you can get better, if you don't believe that you can get better, then you just you, you, you have no, <laughs> you just won't. Period. I mean, that's no, and. Fucking getting getting fucked up on drugs is what taught me all of this. This isn't me reading various other people and coming up with my own idea about what they have said. This is li- although, like literally my experience going post, through. You have read people that that what well, yeah afterwards, you. but yeah, it just, exactly yeah it just played into what I had already exactly. figured out exactly. going through a drug induced psychosis, and I was like blown away by it and then i would watch ted talks or i would read fucking philosophy books and be like this is exactly what i've been saying it's insane mm-hmm. i don't know you neuroplasticity literally exists you have the power to train your mind in your brain to like that's why mm-hmm. i i hate when people were like well it's not out. It's not within my control because it's a chemical imbalance. Like it's outside of their control. But you control how your brain operates on a daily basis, subconscious and conscious. And it's not. And it's not something that you degree. can just like switch on and off. We're not saying like. Oh, I'm not you're saying having, it's easy. Oh, I'm saying it takes right. work. It, it's. Not, we're not saying like. Oh, you're having a panic attack. We'll just don't have the panic attack. It's not. It's not. We're not saying like. Just saying do you can that. learn to deal with it. Right. Learn to deal with it. 
learn to cope with it, and then slowly, as you get better at doing that, you also start to realize you just start having less and less panic attacks in doing so because you start to be less anxious about having panic attacks. Yeah, that's why panic like, attacks are so bad. It's because you get anxious about being anxious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And Feel it coming on. You're like, like oh, shit, we're not, I'm we're anxious. not, like, we're not saying you're like, when, I'm you're, when you coming. have a panic attack or when you're, when you're, when you're in the moment of a severe depression, like a, attack, I guess, if you want to call it that. Eh. Um, we're not Depressive saying that you can episode. just like immediately switch it off and just be happy, go, go, go lucky. But we're saying if you can slowly, like, even in the in the interim, in, in between, if you can tell yourself like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna have a good day today. I'm I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be depressed. And if, if I start feeling that way, I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to proactively think about the good things that yeah. are going on. Then then you are less likely to even have that attack in the first place because you you're already in the mindset of of like. Failure. Of the good things. If you, if you have that on, if you if you yeah, but you're you're talking about the opposite. Yeah. yeah. But if you if you have that on in your mind, like oh no, I'm probably just gonna have another anxiety attack today, or I'm I'm just gonna yeah, be another like, depressed why, day. Why do I even try? That. Because you know X right. X and Y has happened, and that's all that's then ever happened. So that's that all that's ever going that to happen. Feedback exactly. that just leads into no, it's it's, truth. it's fucking stupid. I'm it, pretty fucked. It really is. <laughs> it really. You is. have the power to to. Take your life by the balls and control it. 100%. I promise. I'm terrified, too. Oh. I, I'm <laughs> I also willing to bet that a lot of people are terrified, Put on your training dude. wheels and your floaties, no. kids. I threw them away. Practice I'm ritual magic. I'm a big boy, but I'm a scared um, little boy. And I would love to sit here. I would really love to sit here and tell you that... Uh, the elites know all of this and they're just profiting off of mental illness through pharmaceuticals but I honestly just believe that being a human is just really confusing and these things are really hard to figure out uh-huh. I do want to I do want to mention do we all also agree that there are mental there are some mental illnesses that are no they all exist yeah okay but I mean like to the point where look I, they I start off minor. Not always, man. I feel like there's some kids out but there that no, are they fucked they up they forever. Start because you're not born with schizophrenia. I mean, some kids are born autistic. You're born with Down Autism syndrome. Autism isn't a mental illness. We mentioned it like five times. It's the same thing. It's a mental sickness. It, it, you're sick it is. in the mental. Down syndrome is a mental illness. Down syndrome has more to do with physiology I'm than it does with your mentality. Times. It has to do with chromosomes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't it's have not the it, way your brain operates. I mean, well, it, it does affect the way your brain operates, but it's there, there's differences. It's still considered there's, like a mental deficiency. There's there's differences in, in, in there's it's, like it's there's stark differences between between like there's there's stark differences between like like mental retardation. Um, which is the scientific cool, yeah. term? Look, basically, so all I'm saying. Don't at me, bro. It's it, that's the scientific term, <laughs> mental retardation. Probably not anymore. All I'm saying probably is, not. is but we're anyway. not sitting here saying, hey, like retarded people should just stop being retarded. That's not what no, I'm. I don't think that's possible because I think mental retardation in severe cases of autism, they are in Down syndrome, especially 
are outside of what I consider a mental illness. Okay, cool. No, uh, yeah. As long as we're all on the same page that we're not telling retarded people to just stop being retarded, <laughs> that's all I was worried about is that some retarded person listening to this and being like... Just Randy. <laughs> just, Randy, I'm not... That's not what I meant. Yeah, I'm worried about some retarded person. We're not person. calling you retarded. I'm Randy. just worried about a retarded person listening to this and saying, that's fucked up. I can't just stop being retarded. I'm retarded. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. I get the top. Oh, that's fucked up. So, look, but that's, as long as we're on the yeah, same page. But that's not, that's not the same thing. We're talking about two different things. Cool. In my mind, at least. Hey, keep on downsing it up, buddy. You're perfect the way you you're are. You're perfect. The, you're pumping the way you are. And, that's, and, that's a, and another thing that plays into this is a lot of people our age are literally giving themselves <laughs> depression sorry. and anxiety because for some reason it's become like this social craze to have anxiety and depression because it gives you like it's like a catch-all and it gives you an excuse to be irresponsible you know what i'm saying i yeah i guess but i i wish i knew how that worked <laughs> i don't i don't feel like i get away with anything on the basis of saying that i'm you're you're a very um diplomatic person I've been told that before. I don't like. You're well, very. I was told I, 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 I. was told I speak very politically. I mean, you just carry yourself like very. A politician. Like, literally, if like if I had just met you today, I wouldn't know you were retarded. <laughs> Fair point. I was on the. I was on the phone with a guest. I was on the phone with a guest, and I didn't even think about it. I just behaved as I would if I was on the phone with a, a guest. Or somebody I didn't really know, and when I got off the phone, um, one of my coworkers was like, like wow, "I'm retarded." One of the co- one of my coworkers was like, "Wow, you were like really, really like polite on the phone." And I was like, "Yeah, that's how I speak." To, what do you mean? That's yes, that's yes, correct. That's normal. Now that I back with just people that I am very familiar with, I'm gonna go back to not fucking being polite or respectful or intelligent at all. Fuck you. No, don't want to. Takes effort, but. Yeah, by and large, in in the real world, in reality, when I'm just interacting with people, yeah, I'm a normal, I'm a normal as shit. I'm very respectful. I'm very, like, yeah, one, very not one retarded. Thing I think basically. it's hilarious. This has happened a few times where I'll get into an argument, usually with a woman that I'm dating or having sex with, and uh, <laughs> that, was, that was women's fault. Taylor. Why, why is she offering to help clean it up if it wasn't partly her fault for bringing me a, an un, a, a container without a top? What? I personally like the English language and the fact that I speak it, and I always try to learn new words on a daily basis. And I, them I have a very specific vernacular where I speak very formal and I speak with a lot of words that a lot of people don't know. Uh-huh. I like and sometimes I'll get in arguments with people and they'll be like, you're speaking that way on purpose to try to like have some sort of high ground. I'm like, no. I literally just talk like this. I don't know what you're talking about. I feel you on that. There's also times where I don't talk like that. I don't know. It's, it's usually not intentional and just something I do situationally. And maybe more, maybe more depending on the topic at hand. Like, if I'm talking about something casual, I'm going to speak very casually. 
just really don't give a fuck. Like, it's very casual. But most of the time, I'm talking about something serious. I try to. Not necessarily like I'm trying to, like I'm going out of my way, but just when I'm forming the sentences and words in my head, I tend to be more, I don't know, intellectual or just, just try to use more... I don't know, I just feel like there's a lot of a lot of words that give a little more to what you're saying. They're a little more pinpointed or I feel specific like, when I you feel use like them the in more, certain contexts. I feel like knowing more vocabulary makes you more fluent in it, the English language and uh, when you are conveying your ideas to exactly. other, it allows to you other to people. Say what it's you more were specific. To say. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm if trying to say. If you just use like slang or like you just don't have a full grasp of the English language and you're trying to convey an idea to somebody, it can be interpreted in many different ways. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. But more commonly but, uh-huh. so with people who speak with slang or like broken English versus people who if you actually, speak, who, uh-huh. who were born speak, not really born, but who grew up speaking English, it's their native language, they're fluent in English, technically speaking, but are also striving to become more proficient in English. If you're very specific and accurate with your vocabulary, you can yeah. generally get your point across in a way that it's very hard to mistake it, yeah. or misrepresent what you said, or, you know, any number of things. There's, there's a lot of benefits to trying to speak clearly and with a particular choice of words. Precisely. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're just trying to front about. Sometimes I use being big words to yeah, make exactly. myself sound more photosynthesis. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm usually it's not about trying to sound real photosynthesis and shit. It's really just about like them's the words I'm trying to say like right now. I'm not really trying to front and be smart. It's just the way I'm talking. You know right what's now. really fucked up is people are gonna listen to that and be like, "Y'all are being racist because you're obviously imitating black language." That's and it's not like what I did. I, I literally, yeah, literally not. Like I said, that's what I was going on earlier, where people like, like people. I grip- what I'm saying. Like I said five seconds ago, when I speak casually, like I just was. Yeah, I was making my voice a little bit low, funny, but dude, when I'm talking casually, I just I speak ca- that to me was very casual, just kind of slang words and just I don't know, man. It's pretty casual. It's pretty chill. Yeah. I talk like that all the time. It's not to. Tr- I don't talk like that just to certain people or t- whatever. It's just when I'm speaking casually, when I'm feeling it's, I'm chill, just referencing lightly the point I, I was making earlier about like intersectional identitarianism's goal right now is to <laughs> somehow create a post racial state when their main emphasis is on race itself. And they group people into categories that, based on stereotypes that don't even exist and it's fucking ridiculous. Like, black people have to be poor, they have to have broken English. Things um, like that. Actually, that, that, it's not broken English. It's, um, what is it called? Um, You're the one who showed me the fucking video. African American Vernacular English. It's a separate, technically, it's a separate part of the language. They're not speaking English wrong, they're speaking English different. They're not speaking English, they're speaking AAVE. Technically, Ebonics. Well, that would be a dialect of yeah. English, which is still so the is, same is language. That, is that not considered racist, though? What? What I just said? Yeah. What? Uh, no. Technically, not. Technically, it should be empowering. Well, yeah. I think I'm very that, confused. I think that's about why that. that video was made. Yes, but it's also kind of bullshit. Well, I don't think that. I I think that the video that I 
particular that I think you're talking about that I was watching. I think that was made purely for education. I think that was a foreign man who is at his YouTube channel based around languages. And when he was going through English, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, like there's something called African-American vernacular English and there's a different set of rules and there's a different set of 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 kind of slang that you use. And it's to the point where it's not it's not just, you know, something that some people do. It's an actually an entire separate part. And so I think that his his video particular was just about education. But you know that's just because he's foreign. <laughs> what I, mean, I don't even know that didn't even really make sense. I uh, didn't really. I don't even know. Doug's over here being retarded. Yeah, Doug's now you're being artistic. <laughs> artistic. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that what we were saying the whole time? <laughs> yeah, Ryan. <laughs> I thought I was just really creative, despite the fact that I don't do anything creative. Yeah, I was about to say you're a real connoisseur of the arts. <laughs> uh huh. I really am, bro. I really I, expose I'm, yourself. I'm just not a creator of the arts. I kind of sore them all the time. <laughs> my favorite, bro. bro my I favorite, fucking my favorite fucking, my time. favorite pastime is connoisseuring. <laughs> bro, I'm a connoisseur of shit. <laughs> I connoisseur everything. I don't know, Doug. You've been silent for like three minutes. I know, what dude. Do I don't know how that? you're doing it. I'm just drawing, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Bro, you got a microphone in front of you recording. How can you not talk into it? I mean, I mean, I feel like we're, we're covering covering the bases. We are covering some bases. We are grand slamming that pussy. Really filling an hour. <laughs> we yeah. actually, this has been a pretty productive episode, been. to be honest with you. I've liked it. Mental illness. Uh-huh. Feminism. Love mental illness. <laughs> Identity politics. Yeah. What else we got? Biden's going to take the guns away. He's going to try. Not going to work. Not going to work. Nope. Not going to work. Yep. Nope. Not fucking happening, Buster. I'm not even getting on this fucking registry. I don't know how you going to do anything about the guns I don't have. <laughs> Boating accident. What? <laughs> Whoops. Ah, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's a giant fucking... I don't... I have such liberal friends that I hold very dear, and I love them to death. Oh, but I hate them so but much. But they just don't understand how the world works. I'm like, the Democratic Party... So many people don't ...is anti-Republican. Republicanism is based on the idea of state rights, which means the Democratic Party is more about a stronger, centralized government like that of fascism. And <laughs> and they're the party that wants to take your guns away. I wonder why. And I, I can guarantee you it's not because people go out and kill people with guns. Yeah. You know what's funny is, and I mean, like, well, you know, whatever. We can, we can talk about, or we have talked about socialism, and you guys can feel however you want about it. Um, and, you know, whatever. But, like, I love the idea that the Democrats are, like, left- when you really go real far left, it's like, no, arm the workers. No, give them guns. They need to be armed. Not this bullshit taking it. The left, 
Nobody really, nobody wants to take the guns away. It's just this weird middle group of not really leftist What's well, liberal it's authoritarian. It really is, but they're just brainwashed it's, into thinking that it's, it's the, the right Demo- thing Democrats to do. Democrats aren't even really left-leaning. They're using leftist ideology to push their own agenda. They're really dirty, to, to gain a disgusting centrists, which are truly the worst kind of person. I wouldn't say centrist. I'd say authoritarian, but yeah. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people being Well, you can be center up based on that political model. Like, if yeah, left and fair. right center, but... No, which I mean, doesn't all, exist also. I mean, all, fuck you. I mean... <laughs> center up and down and left and right. I'm just talk, I'm saying that the, the sheep are... Well, they're really not even centrist as much as they're just apolitical. It's just being I don't even think that every fucking Democrat's a, a dumb shit. Not necessarily. I'm sure if I I'm just talking if about I the gave mass. A, if I gave a little bit more of a shit, then I could probably find a diamond in the rough. The mass, the mass of of people, are just apolitical, brain dead idiots. That's the really. point that I try to make to my mom routinely all the time, and she's like, "It's just most all about people. the Trump impeachment or whatever." It's most people, and I'm like, "If you think that this isn't a political ruse, and like any of these people are in for your best interest, you're retarded. Then you're wrong." Yeah. No, you're literally wrong. Yeah. These are career politicians we're talking about. <laughs> They're you know what you know what yeah, yes, in some ways it is in their interest to do things that favor you so they get reelected. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, by get rid and of large, the electoral college, see how that works for you, Bub. By and large, what they want to do is not what keeps you voting for them, but what keeps the system employing them. That's their their boss is the fact that the system's a thing. They're just trying to keep that in place. They don't really give a fuck about you. Yeah, that's like fucking. If we could dissolve the system and put something in place that does actually take care of people, the politicians would be the last people to ever think about doing it because that puts them out of work. Yeah, that's uh, exactly how Vladimir Lenin worked in Soviet Russia. Is they never fully implemented socialism, so there was always the next stage and the next goal to go to. Like we have to hang on a little bit more, guys. I know it kind of sucks right now, but this isn't real socialism. And that's actually why they coined a, a term. It might have been Leninism specifically, but I think it was the reason they stopped calling it communism and they started calling it socialism. It's because they had to separate the ideas of what was actually happening in reality with what they were telling everybody was going to happen. Which, look, I honestly, and I mean, I think you guys might disagree, but that's the same thing with the fucking capitalism shit of it all. Which is, it just really adds to the point um, that I don't think that there's, it's not one answer, it's not left or right, it's not capitalist, socialist. There's neither, none of them, 100%, are the answer. But it's the same thing with talking about crony capitalism. It's just saying, just hold on a little longer it's gonna, you know, we'll make it work. No. No, it's not hold on into this. No, we have to make change. You have to constantly not hold on to anything. Constantly be open to changing things and strive for perfection. You can do that while maintaining traditional values and striving for certain things, but just being entirely closed off to one thing is never... That just never leads anywhere. It's not how growth happens. Bro. This fucking impeachment was a joke. Oh my god. 
An absolute joke. It was, it was Literally, within the first step of impeachment, the House Judiciary Committee is supposed to have the evidence presented and then go ahead and verify all of it and make sure it's all very sound before the articles are even sent over to the Senate. That never happened at all. The House Committee of Rules just literally changed the rules, wrote the articles of impeachment, and then gave them to the House the same day. Dude, I love changing. There was the no rules due process. Whatever I want. And I don't give a fuck if you like Donald Trump or not. I literally don't. I could care less. The point is, is if you're if you're gonna let the government point at something and say this is so bad that we have to subvert something like due process, then you're literally just laying down the groundwork for the political elite to politically assassinate anyone that is in opposition of them. Uh-huh. That's that's blatantly clear. It has but, happened in history. But, it happens all the time. And if you think that's not what this is, then you are so insulated from the realities that history but, has to offer. But, 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 but orange man bad. Nothing worse than orange man. Orange f- man all my oh, problems. God. Impeach him. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like you go to someone and they're like, man, they're, they, 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 they start the conversation too at a party. So they're like, man, isn't Trump just the fucking worst? Like, why do you think that? Well, he's just a fascist. Uh, no, literally, here's what fascism means. And clearly he's not fascist because he does this, this, and this. And they're like, well, well he's, he's just a, he's racist. Oh, yeah. Give me one example of Donald Trump being racist. Uh, he won't, he won't, uh, he, he won't condemn white supremacists. Oh, you, you mean, mean like, like, he's, like done he's done like 31 plus times like, on live television, but it's never showed by the left-leaning media? It's never showed by any of the media. None of it. Fox but you can literally find, it, it takes zero effort to, to find, find this happening. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Oh, he's sexist. He hates gays. He, oh, dude, I don't, I don't buy any of it, man. Yeah, it's like, but people. He might not be the best president. Here's, he's here's, far from the worst. But here's the, it's not he's really an far, argument. Far from the worst. It's not really an argument that they're explicitly making. It's an argument that they're implicitly making is, well, it's just well known that Donald Trump's a piece of shit. Which it's is like, ridiculous. all right, well, where does that idealism come from? They're like his opposition. And they talk themselves into thinking that like they're the master of their own ideology and they're outside of any sphere of influence. And they came up with this proposal by themselves. And like, you are a dense motherfucker if you think that the way that big tech and that the mainstream media has portrayed Donald Trump has had zero effect on the way that you think about him. Okay. Yeah, it's it it's it's silly. Like they they don't they don't even realize like how how like the only reason why they think the way they think is because media and and his opponents, which are Democrats, who who happen to be aligned with the with the general narrative of the media, which is tends to be more left leaning, they're they're all capitalizing on that and and so they're going to they're going to like they're going to say that like oh this is the worst this is the worst president and so it it just gets worse and worse as we go on i can guarantee you if whenever the next non donald trump republican oh. 
gets in office, they will be the next Hitler. The country's just like, depressed. Not, Every president is just the worst that. president. Because there are Republicans who are part of the deep state. It, it, but yeah, I will say... I will Trump, say Trump is very Trent. blatantly anti-establishment. Yeah, if if it's... Okay, so if it's, if it's one that's a little bit more establishment, like, for instance, like if McConnell... Um, yeah, right. Where to, where to run for president? I wouldn't put it past him. I think I'm not. I think I'm. It's illegal for me to say that I would put a bullet in him. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say that. Which is fucked up. Yeah, should be under my I'm fucking never, freedom of speech. I should be able to say whatever the fuck I want. Well, you can. You can't say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. He's gonna say it. I'm not. Gonna He's say gonna it. say it as soon as we hit stop. Um, but the the fact of the matter is is like anyone who's not establishment is going to be deemed like I would almost argue that even if they're running as a quote unquote Democrat, which Democrats the Democratic Party would never allow, but if somehow a non establishment Democrat were to like Tulsi Gabbard were to win the presidency, they would they would do the same thing to her. What pisses me off is like it's very obvious that Bernie Sanders was cheated out of the nomination for the Democratic Party. But now I don't even care because he just... Yeah, he I don't, just, I don't he give turned, a shit. He turned around and shilled for the Democratic Party after that. I don't give a shit, that, so. first of all. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> but they're like, well, voter fraud exists. Like, Bernie, uh, we, Bernie didn't get fucking the nomination. And then fucking Trump happens in the 2020 election. They're like... Oh, uh, voter fraud doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like uh, the American elections are completely, they have 100% integrity. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think I speak for everyone here when we're saying we're not absolutely condoning Trump in his entirety. No one here is defending everything he does, no one here is in full support of the man. But you have to be realistic. And yeah. just because you were in opposition to the status quo and the social narrative and how the mainstream media portrays Donald Trump doesn't make you a racist. That's fucking I'm ridiculous. I'm not racist. Anymore. It's still, still the first part stands. <laughs> the first part is the only important part of that statement. It's just, I'm not racist. It's a fucking social conundrum. It, and it... It's all predicated on like this absolute like absolutism argument where it's like, well, if you don't believe in this side, then we can't even listen to you because you're not a credible source. You know what I'm saying? They're like, well, you're a Trump supporter or you're a conservative, so we shouldn't even listen to you because you have bad ideas. It's just commonly known, even though I know nothing about conservatism. Actually, I honestly don't even know anything about liberalism. Or what left-wing means. Or any of this. It's just all my friends are saying this on social media, so this is the way I'm gonna be now. Fucking idiots. Hey, man, it's both sides. Oh, it is both sides. It's just this is the most socially relevant thing happening right now, and the thing that has the most potential for causing more political discourse in the very near future. This is the way the left is carrying themselves. Everyone's afraid of discourse. That's yeah, why they don't want to talk. They like, nothing's mm. gonna happen. They 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 don't want to. They don't want to talk. It. They don't want to talk because it's it's just like it's gotten to a point to where it's just like, well, if if you know if you don't think the way that I do, then you're just you're just stupid and, and wrong and racist and or on the other side, you're just a libtard cuck. Like huh? it's there's no there's no you're not no one's able to like just 
be able to they they can't even come from because they they just automatically assume that like that their position is absolutely correct and they can't come from from it from a, like a a third and I don't mean third party as in like libertarian or something like but an like, outside yeah, like an outside outside, yeah. outside perspective it's and it's like and I feel like like yeah we'll we'll admit our biases then that were that were um, at least me specifically, because so, I don't want to speak for you guys, but it, like we're a little bit more conservative, obviously, I than, have biases. than our whoa, twenty twenty one. Wait, wait, did you say you're a conservative and you're not going to speak for us? <laughs> it's almost like conservatives believe in individual liberty, yeah, and not collectivism. And and I think that's the general trend. I'm not going to say like all conservatives are are like some, there's definitely some very close minded conservatives that think that for it, sure their their way of thinking is the only way. But like this, this idea that you know you can't speak to the other side because they're they're wrong and immoral beings, you know that I feel like that's predominantly coming from the left. It's it's like it's they don't even they don't even want to talk to you because they they think everything they feel you're they have some moral yeah superiority. you're the basis that they they think that the basis of your conservative argument is predicated on the fact that that you are an immoral person because you are somehow privileged or racist or um it's, it's literally the exact or, same exact same argument that the nazi party used to ostracize the jews do you remember uh, this was during the election three months three months ago three months ago something like that when um this guy from california was texting me um and like literally exactly that happened we were all was good I wasn't really, you know, I didn't think much of it. Apparently, he thought a lot more of it than I did. But all was good. You know, I thought he was friends, whatever. We fooled around a little bit, whatever. And then, I, don't, I think we were actually down here um, when I mentioned it or something. But I was like, what? you know. you're gay? Uh, <laughs> I, I was talking about, like, how I, I was. Wait a minute. How I felt about the election and how I was, like, more behind Trump than anything. And immediate, immediately flipped the script from literally wanting to come to Kentucky to have sex with me, to calling me a, not weirdly, calling me a racist and all these things, and then saying that... Even though you already agreed to have sex with him as a minority? Yeah, even though I was already, like, you know, talking talking all gay with him. Um, <laughs> talking just gaying all around. Gay with him. Just gaying it up. Me and the boys just gaying around. Just gaying it up, guys. Just, just fagging with him. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so even though I was already doing that and I already seen him and I already knew he was a minority or whatever, I didn't really think about it. I was just like, eh, whatever. Most most I, logical people don't. I you know all I thought was like, eh, probably wouldn't actually fuck this guy in real life, but I'll talk. I'll, whatever, talk is talk. Uh, so yeah, when it came out, when I was like, you know, when you came out, when I came out, <laughs> I was like, you know, I like, you know, I kind of like Trump. It went from, you know, I'm gonna come get that country dick to. I don't even care if you're going to fuck me and, and call me racist names. Now that I know in advance, I'm not going to do it. You're a horrible racist person. And I was like, he, yeah, he was, was like, what kind like, of lack of he was morals like, He literally was like, I would have came over and you could have demoralized yeah, me. Yeah, literally. But now that I know that you're a demoralizing person by my own definition, can't have it. Not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> because not gonna Ryan's, definitely, Ryan's definitely the type of person that would like fuck someone and then call them racist. He was like, like, he was like, how are we talking stupid? about Ryan? 
<laughs> he was like, you could fuck me in front of a Confederate flag and call me racist names. I was like, if I fucked you in my bed, about five feet from my head would be a, literally a fucking photograph of a black man. Literally yeah. fucking hanging over my bed because I was my best friend. I'm not... Why, I, why the fuck would I have a... I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking racist. I don't know why I'd have a Confederate flag next to Just because you bed. have black friends doesn't mean you're not racist. I love, I love how the quote-unquote Confederate flag is <laughs> never the Confederate flag uh, ever. Yeah, we talk about that if you want. Um, I mean... I don't know much about it. I, I, I assume that, that anybody who's remotely liberal listening to this is going to disagree, even though they have <laughs> no knowledge of it. Disagree. You can look it up. Facts. That That flag was literally never the Confederate flag. Heritage it was a battle made. flag. No, a variation of it was, which was an exact square. Yeah. But the elongated rectangular Confederate flag was literally never used. Yeah, it's... it. It, I don't know. Even then, like, that that whole issue is, is like, I feel like it's just been burnt to the ground at this point. Like, just like how, we should like, do with the flags, all of it, them. It's just... Everyone's. It's so over-talked about, and it's just, like... What's crazy to me is, like, I specifically remember in, like, in like elementary school and, and middle school, even, like, even the... Like, it... it People did that, like people like would draw those because they would like if they wanted to be like rebellious because it's like the rebel it's the rebel <clears throat> flag like I know I know black people that like that drew that on on papers and shit when they were a little kid just because it's like it stands for being rebellious. Well, they were I mean? it was the they were taught the cool that it was racist. Well, that yet. might be how they yet. perceive to what it stands by in other people, which in ways that I would disagree with think it stands mm. for something else, but. What it stood for is the Confederacy, and that's just it. I, I mean, yeah, which I mean, is it's not entirely predicated on racism against Black African slaves. So it's, it's so not. It's so. It's so. But not. in order for us to have this discussion about the Civil War, that's a whole we all need to do an intense amount of because I've already misspoken I'll, about it. I will do zero. It's just that's that's one thing where I'd really like to come to the table and yeah, not uh, have any in confidence in what I'm gonna say. Yeah, like actually so, be able to quote specific things and facts. Yeah, and yeah, uh-huh, I, yeah, I agree. So let's we not can, get we can let's not get too that. far into this because that is, this is that is actually something I plan on bringing up and yeah. us talking about because it's very important. We'll plan. Yeah. but but I I I just want to say. Hopefully to aggravate somebody listening. Hopefully before the second. The Civil War, War. not not necessarily about slavery. I mean, it was. Well, it was partly. Well, no, not in the way that everyone paints it. Almost entirely about slavery, but it was more about it was less about it being a humanitarian. Exactly. Not what exactly. It's about slavery. It's not about the North being like not about slavery because they're people and they have rights, and the South being like these aren't people because they're black. It was yeah, exactly. a it very was a, complex geopolitical issue. Yeah, it was more economic. <laughs> it was more about slaves in the economy, less about slaves as people. Because guess what? Most people just didn't really think about them as people. I'm willing. Abraham to bet. Lincoln said, "If what it, he's like, if I could end the war without freeing a single slave, I would do that. If I could end the war with freeing all the slaves." I would also do that. Just wanted to end the war. <laughs> just like, wanted to end the war of the whole country, you know, killing each other. Kind of 
kind of important, kind of something you should want to do as the president is yeah. you know, stop your. It's insane from to think itself. about how like actually not far ago that was. Uh huh. It's like insane. To think I had somebody. About. I, I was talking about her to this the uh, talking to her about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Harriet Tubman was four years old when Thomas Jefferson died. Ronald Reagan was born. Well, Ronald Reagan was four when Harriet Tubman died, and I was four when Ronald Reagan died. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Too bad you weren't six, and he wasn't the same. Too bad, isn't, you know. I might not six, have six, the six, math six. exactly right, but those those all existed within each other. But like very cool. Yeah. Not necessarily exactly, but yes, very closely. The point yeah, is, no, it is crazy. it didn't happen that long ago. It's when you really think about it, if you go, you, you do kind of need to go towards the, the longer cases of it, but what, feasibly four, five generations? I think the lowest could Something probably like be that, three yeah. or four. I think all of these people are a more than one generation apart, specifically speaking. Well, no, those but people. But I'm talking about I'm talking about if you had one family, one particular family, going back to what if we we're talking about going back to the start of this country, or whatever. 1776. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm trying to think of like the how many generations of that family, you know. Like, wait, 1776, say, great-great-great-grandmother? That, well, that's the start of the... the Great-great? Like, that's that's the beginning of the country. The Civil War happened later. Well, that's, that's the time Well, that's why I was, I was saying, I don't know how far we're going back, necessarily. Yeah. But I'm saying, what is it, great? Is it great-great? Great-great-great? It's, it's multiple greats. It's not, but it's not really that far. It's, it's quite a few. It, it's not. It's like five. But, since the Civil War, five yeah. Greats. Oh, it just doesn't no, seem like No, it's five that. since the beginning of the country. It depends. Also, it wholly depends. I don't think so. It wholly depends think about on it. It wholly depends on when these people have children. Well, yes, it also depends on life expectancy. The life expectancy, and, yeah. Okay. Which all increases over time. And yeah. So I guess it has I'm, gotten. I'm more. pretty sure there's been more than five generations of Jevidans and since since and they didn't even move here. Well, there the should have been because within what within you know. 80 years right now, my grandpa's almost 80, so that's my grandpa, my fa- uh, my mother, and then me. That's three generations right now in 80 years. Extrapolate that, what, it's two, 20, four, let's see, what is it, 12 generations? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot, there's, it, there is more than much, what you, though. I mean, it's it's still not a lot, but yeah, there's exactly. more than, there's more than you think, like, the... Yes, but... Ex- well, exactly. It's like more me, like, like if you for really... instance, me and J Nine are, are related distantly, but it's like it's like it's like six or seven generations removed. Exactly. Well, okay. My thing is like and, people. And the Jevidans started... didn't even come to America at the conception of America. A lot of people didn't. So like, most anyone who lives here now who is not already <laughs> in the aristocracy, dude, I fucking so wish that, I... bro. If I could be deep state born, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But no, like, um, I think that I think it gets lost in translation because we don't usually talk in, in particular numbers. And if we do, you know, we talk about particular dates and stuff. But like, I don't know, man. I think, you know, people go, great, my great great grandma. Like, that's so long ago. But really, like, your great 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 grandfather didn't really even live. And there's a so couple much, hundred there's years. There's so much overlap maybe? with these age gaps. Where yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like, 
Look, your great great like, great, yeah. great 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 grandfather generations could not apart. even been two hundred years ago. People yeah. three generations apart can still meet each other. Yeah, easy, though they do regularly. Yeah, that's you <laughs> to your that's you to your yeah. grandparents. There's people that know their no, great three generations apart, like three oh, in, the, oh, in oh. the middle. Great yeah. grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah great grandparents. Well, great great. Three in the middle. Three in the middle. So you, uh, parent, parents, grandparents, grandparents, great great grandparents, great great grandparents. You and your great great grandparents. You can meet them. I, you could if you fuck you, fast enough. You could, but they would all. You could if you Mexican. You could. They could. <laughs> <laughs> that would be what consecutively everyone having a kid when they're twenty. I don't yeah. even know you, where that's living. And then living to a hundred. They would have to all have children very very early, and then you have happened, to live to like, which yeah, happened uh-huh. very recently. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. life expectancy we was the like fifty. About that. It, but it happens. Also, the great great grandparent has to be like as soon as women started menstruating, they started popping up babies. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. That's how biology works. Hell, yeah. Which is why that's when they get hot. All right, we're going to cut that, that one out. <laughs> no, we're not. Uh, <laughs> um, Are you actually going to take the time to edit that out? Nope. But nobody's going to take the time to listen and find that and cut it out and say I'm anything. Where does that stereotype come from? What stereotype? The Mexican one. I have no idea. That was a... Compl- that was a that was new to you just when I said it? Nah. <laughs> no, Mexicans have big... Oh, well, Mexicans have big families because Catholics have big families and a lot of Mexicans are Catholics. A lot. Because they don't believe A lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot of Catholics, just like Irish, have big families, generally. Catholic. Catholics have big families. Oh, yeah. Because I'm Irish. God told you to fuck. I'm Irish fuck a lot. and my mom has... Fuck a lot. My mom has... Five brothers, or uh-huh. had five brothers. My mom has a sister. That's it. My yeah. dad has a few my dad, brothers. My dad has. My dad was raised Catholic. Let's see, one, two, three. So yeah, it's not a Mexican three brothers thing. racist, and would have had a fourth. Um, <laughs> but it was a miscarriage. But yeah, like the yeah, this they had a lot of. Yeah, lot it's of kids. just. I think it's just. A, I think well, one. I think it's definitely a Catholic thing. But I think also. Depends how again. Depends how far you go back. I think in the past it was a lot, just a lot more common in general, because to have a bigger family. Because well, that that too. Yes, everybody's still gonna fuck even if they don't even know what safe sex is. But also for the practicality of it is, look, if I'm not worried about putting this fucking child through college and and, and shit, I don't give a shit. They're 12 years old. They can help me on the field. How about another one? Like what? Yeah. Like yeah. that is it? It's very practical thing for for a lot of human. <laughs> unless you're what? China. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about China later. We talked about China last time. But basically, for a lot of, of of human history, I think that having a big family is practical because you know you as a family unit can say, well, we're a family unit by this. You know, we can literally trace that we're all you know a group. So let's work together for ourselves, which, you know, is ideal. And, yeah. So the kid's going to, you know, whether the kid wants to or not, I guess, the entire group as a whole is okay with forcing the child labor. And the kid accepts it because they're helping their family. And And they get fed. And they get fed and they have a house. And, you know, in that, at least, you know, in that time period or that kind of culture, you're not going anywhere. You go somewhere else, you're going to do the same damn thing, bub. Yeah, you can come stay as long as you want. You're going to work your ass off. Just like you did for your parents, or just like you know, whatever. Like, yep. 
And that's how it is, bro. Like, that's how it is still. It's just that that's not really a thing anymore. Like, taking care of yourself as a family. And I don't mean people don't take care of themselves. People are moochers. But, like, it's different when your family is, like, farming your land. And that is how you make your living. Versus, like, your, you, your parents have a job. That's very different than... You know what I mean? Like, mm. people, small business owners still employ their children. Mm. That's just very, that's just kind of an always thing. It's just that, I guess, self-employment, whether that's running your own farm or land, or now, that day, is running a business or whatever, it's evolved and it's gotten to the point where it's not everybody is, you know, trying to be a landowner and farm their land. It's just not really a thing anymore. People... Either get jobs or they want their own business. Hell yeah! It's just not a it's just not a common thing anymore. It's not a common way of life. That's because people are fucking idiots. Well, it's because people are idiots, and because for a long time people were very smart. City life has become a thing now. Yeah, but well, it's for a long time people were really stupid. Human humanity is fucking idiots, and it takes everybody trying to get the necessities together to get necessities for everybody. But now, as people get smarter, and we can farm things and mass and it takes like a handful of people to feed a ton of people it's just it's not yes i agree people are stupid but it's not that people are stupid so they're not farming farming is is done and mass we don't need people to do it anymore we need a small small group of people to do that i think we're talking about self-sufficient no no, no yeah, yeah i think yeah. we're talking about different things i think the difference is now is like because it's kind of hard to say, like, oh, people were more stupid back then, or people. Well, were, like, I was. I'm just talking about cumulative knowledge but as I far as technology goes. As far as I was like, talking about, like, as IQ like and technology like goes, yeah, for sure. But I almost would argue that there's a bigger discrepancy between, like, kind of like you know how okay, like we, people talk about like the wealth, the wealth gap, right? Like between like the one percent and then everyone else. I think there's that nowadays with with like IQ or like intelligence. There's there's the a lot more. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's the rich people per se, but there's a definitely there's a there's a bigger discrepancy between like the people who are smart being bring being really intelligent nowadays and just the the general like lack of common sense and and just lack of self awareness with people nowadays. Whereas back then, oh, well, that's, okay, it was it, there was less discrepancy. Like, yes, obviously there was still the outliers like the geniuses and then, mm. then people who were really, really dumb. Uh-huh. But I feel like there was less of that. I feel like the average person was uh-huh. very much more self-aware, had more common sense. I don't know about that. And I definitely think so. When? Back, back Just in, in the, history. Back in, like, in, in previous, and like in history. You might have were, that illusion because of the amount of people that existed back then. That and I mean? think it's it's what stays if, behind if too. Thirty percent of a ten thousand, you know, population is a bigger number than. No, no, I'm not talking. I'm not talking about. I'm you I'm saying the discrepancy is bigger. Meaning, I think the average person, yeah, has gotten in history has gotten dumber. used to be, like used to have a lot more common sense and self-awareness they might not have been as intelligent like mm. book smart mm-hmm. but i feel like they're a lot they were a lot more self-aware they're insulated from I, reality i disagree i disagree I don't, because no, i don't necessarily what I, agree with that or think that that has right, anything what all I, three of us are in disagreement huh, which is a what i think it what i think it is is that you and i all of us we walk around every day and see these fucking idiots everywhere. Plebs. 
All right? When you look at history, you're looking at pinpoints in history, and you're looking at particular perspectives, and you're looking at what people chose to, whether they did it intentionally or not, they chose to preserve that information historically. Like, that, that we still have it, so, you know, somebody preserved it. And, you know, I personally, I mean, maybe if it's really funny, but I'm not going to waste my time writing about... <laughs> I'm not going to waste my time writing about fucking idiots and the stupid shit they do. I, although I will say that part of this podcast is just me putting down in history how idiots behave. I just What I'm saying is I think you see idiots all the time, so you think there's a lot of them. But when you look at history, you see first and foremost, you see the greats. Well, that's all. You know, if you're looking at a point, well, I'm, not, I'm not talking stories exactly. About. Well, I'm not talking exactly. about it's them. I'm talking around. about the average, the average person. Well, I, and I'm saying you have like, no. I, I'm saying you have no idea about the average. person. That's not true, dude. I'm saying the, you have my a favorite thing idea, to do now less is to go idea. to the Peddler's Mall and go to the, the 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 shop that sells really old newspapers that they've preserved. Go to the fucking obituaries and read how people died in the 1950s. It's fucking hilarious. It's the dumbest <laughs> shit you've ever heard of. It's. I mean, like... Do you check that against obituaries now? Yes. Is it dumber? It's... Dude, people... It's the, like, I read a couple that was like... I mean, I think... Drowned in their own bathtub. Keep going. I think I think that Hello. there's a di- like I said there's a difference between uh, like yes I don't think that people back then in history were as like as as like book smart like obviously not like we like over time we accumulate more like knowledge, yeah. more knowledge that's how that's, knowledge that's, works. that's how yeah exactly but I think as an as an individual being self-aware and more in tune with like what it takes to be a, a functioning and a functioning and success well and uh-huh. I mean, and, by, and successful I, by I successful mean. I mean surviving uh-huh. like being being c- capable of like taking care of yourself uh-huh. I think that has devolved over time the, it's it's the if you're common talking sense, about like uh, hold on if you're talking about like drop him in the middle of nowhere survive then that's another big difference because it's not that it's not that people in the past knew yes okay yes they knew better how to take care of themselves because they had to know those things cuz that wasn't that wasn't some weird situation what if you were in the middle of nowhere that was pretty much just life it's like well i kind of have to know how to take care of myself in the wild right versus that's, that's my like point. yeah okay 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 but see that's not necessarily more common sense that's just difference of that's just a different knowledge set just different. I would consider they, that common sense, though. I would, I would, I would consider, I would consider common sense being things that, things that, commonly people should be aware of in order to survive. It's not. It doesn't no. have anything to do with like intelligence and, and like in in like how much you know about history or science or anything like that. It's just it's common sense as in like okay, this is what I need to do in order to survive. This is how I go about doing those things. That's okay, that's, but that, I think you're. I think you're. So it's common sense that even fucking idiots out here, you ask them what they need, you know, you've got a decent chance if you, you know, can have a serious conversation with a person just approaching them. Um, you've got a decent chance of somebody saying, well, common sense dictates I should try to find shelter and food and water. That doesn't mean they fucking know how to do it. 
they have the common sense to understand that's what they need to but survive. That, that's that's the discrepancy is what but I'm talking about. But again, that's just a knowledge. That's just a base of knowledge difference. It's not a. No, but what I'm arguing is the the devolving of common sense is like that used to be not, common. But sense. it's not common sense. Hunting is not common sense. It used to be. No. Yes. No. It literally used to be. That used to be something that you needed to do that's in not, order to survive. That's not what that means, though. Yes, it does. It literally means you common sense. That's what common sense means, bro. Like, it means. Common sense literally means what your common person your average person knows how to do or knows of that's that's what that means the the that's what i'm talking about is the the devolving of common sense over time i don't think that's a generation i don't think that's a devolving then it's a different value it's it's a different set of values yeah there's entirely it's not a it's not a degeneration of common sense well what what are the values now then it's a I gener I do think that they're you know less worthy, but that's because I have a you know a similar set of values to you. But that but that's that's my point is but that I, I that's also, my point is that like you're, you're, the the set of the set of values that are that are that are taking over now as quote unquote common sense have you ha- seem, are de- are de- degrading it, it, it's it's degrading from what it means to actually be human. You seem to be correlating the fact that all these people did have to do that stuff with the fact that any of them knew fuck, <clears throat> fuck all about it. Let, let me put it this way. I, I'm when not, you said, I, once again, I'm not saying about, I'm not saying about book smart. I'm not, I'm not talking no, no, about No, no, no. Just that. say, just the fact, okay. They don't need to well, know the anatomy of a deer, uh, like, no, they, they don't need to know, not. like, how the anatomy of the deer works. They just need to know, I can eat this part and I can not eat that part. And I like, don't think that's, not, I don't think people necessarily have that common sense. What, what yes, they did. Is, that was that used to be common sense. That's I what common sense means. Like I don't like. Not if that's if that's taught knowledge. That's not common yeah, but sense. Yeah, he's what Doug is implying is that like basic survival skills were common are knowledge back then yes. when survival was more prominent. That's common knowledge, not necessarily common sense. My point. Hold on. My point being pulling it back to what I said originally. You said you do have evidence to support the fact that. Um, that people weren't just as stupid. I look. All I'm saying is, I walk around among these people every day. All right, I see every idiotic thing people do. I don't know what idiotic shit people used to do, and I'm going to bet. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you have evidence to disprove that. I'm willing to bet that if I lived 300 years ago, wherever or whatever, that I'd be walking around. If I was equally as aware and intelligent as I think I am now. I'd be walking around and not just saying, like, oh, these people don't know what a computer is. Oh, these people shit in the street. Like, you know, going ahead and saying, I, you know, I'm, I'm of that era or whatever, and I think that stuff is fine, and I don't know about new technology that nobody else knows about. I think that I'd walk around and think just the same. Wow, everybody's a fucking idiot here. I don't think I'd walk around thinking that anybody's intelligent. I, I don't agree with that because when I, when I walk around, I... Like, I, I see people and I'm like, wow, there's a fucking idiot that couldn't survive on his own. Whereas, if I lived 200 years ago, walking around, there'd be less people that I would walk around and say, wow, that fu- that's a fucking idiot that couldn't survive on and his I own. And I don't know about that, though. And hey, hey. Look. I definitely, it's, it's it, like, they, the li- life used to be so much harder. If you, if you couldn't survive on your own, you wouldn't survive on your own because know. that's how life was. There might be outliers, though. Because I think, in a general sense, 
let's say hypothetically speaking we took a random person and dropped them off in the middle of nowhere like in the woods i'd say they would outshine your expectations i think so too i think that because I think sur- I think that survival is a it's and an I animal think, and I think that that if we took somebody from the past and dropped them, they would not meet your expectations. Because I think I think where everybody mm, I think I where most people would fall. I don't agree with so that. You're saying it's relative. Yes, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it because I'm not saying I'm not saying they'd be like so, the best on. at but the, like, like they, I'm not saying they'd be like on top of their shit. But I I I would argue that they would have a better chance statistically they would have a better chance at 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 surviving and doing better for themselves than if you took a random person today and did the same thing possibly but i attribute that more to the fact that society as a whole has grown to to help you know to to do what we can to make everybody's life easier more that's my point more than i just don't look again i i just this is just pure thought on my part i'm not trying to prove a point or even think one is correct and the other i think that that that's not true i'm pretty sure that well i'm not saying that you're definitely wrong i don't have evidence i think that people were not necessarily a lot more didn't had more common sense or were more intelligent in the past i just don't i don't have anything to substantiate that thought or that idea I'm not saying you're necessarily wrong. I'm not saying I'm necessarily right. I'm saying that doesn't sound right to me. It doesn't feel right. All I'm saying is... To me, it if, feels like I'm everybody's saying, always been an All idiot. I'm saying is if, if, if someone came to me and was like, hey, I'm going to put you out in the middle of nowhere, and you're, you can pick one of two people that will help you survive, would you rather have someone that lived 200 years... A random person that lived 200 years ago or a random person nowadays? I would definitely fucking pick the person that lived 200 years uh, ago. Okay, but be, if yeah, I was... I think it would depend on the person. But if I'm from... But uh, it, random. I'm saying statistically. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm but, not saying... Of course it Of course it depends on the person. What kind of argument yeah, is that? But if, but like, if you're... Of course it does. But if you're somebody from 200 years ago, and they're like, hey, we're going to put you in this big city, so you can either have somebody, you know, you know, from back home, or one of these big city folks from the future to help you out, which are you going to pick? The one that's familiar with that environment. Yes, you're correct. I'm going to pick yeah, the one that's familiar but with I that But I think it'd be easier for that person to... to I think it'd be easier for that... Who the fuck is here? Doyle. Oh. Well, I didn't know he was coming. I, I went um, upstairs to get him. He called me, remember? Oh. Um, but yeah, I, would think, I think it would be easier for, like... I think it would be easier for that person to get acquainted because of how, because of how like, how dependent people are nowadays of city life and how our society can can provide for you, I think that person could easily learn to to take advantage of those things way more easily than someone could come from so our society. So you're saying the, the social con- conditioning of nowadays is less relative to survival than it is about hedonism, basically. So you're saying if you take... if. You're I likely think, to I take, think, take a person from nowadays. They're more than likely going to be more about, you know, impulsiveness, uh, pleasure. Whereas if you take someone at random from earlier times, then they're more likely, you know, they have already faced hardships. They know what it is to survive and what it is to make ends meet. Right. Right. Okay. So I see. I see the point that you're making. I simply just don't equate that with common sense. But I do agree with that, that statement, yeah. I just don't it's common sense relative to the environment, which you're also correct in saying. Mm-hmm. 
But but and, and that's my point is I'm saying common sense has changed and I I feel like it has devolved. Like yeah. I feel like it is it is it is devolved into something way more way more hedonistic and so basic like the 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 there's less survival common sense because like yes the obviously the average person knows that they need shelter and need food and need water hopefully. but like hopefully, hopefully but like but like beyond beyond knowing that they need that they wouldn't know how to get it if they weren't in a society that yeah. provides it for them huh? you see what i'm saying yeah. so like so okay yeah again like uh, this it's not coming down to a big disagreement other than like yeah I, I pretty much agree with that i don't think it's devolved i think it's changed i don't necessarily see that as worse it's worse in some aspects what he's saying is it's, it's not worse than other I mean, we agree on ninety nine percent of it. I would we agree. Really do. I would agree. It is. It is worse though, because you're. You're. I like. The that's sa- just for the, the that's same. That's the only thing. For the is same you reason, feel why like it's worse. I don't necessarily. But how feel do you like not feel like it's worse if you also agree that that lifestyle is bad? Like, because you, you said oh, that I wasn't you saying it's, I wasn't saying it's necessarily. But that's bad. Su- that's subjective idealism. What you're talking about when he's talking about ob- objectivity. So he's saying, you're saying that. Like, like we all agree with you, basically, because we're all. I wasn't giving a good or bad to either. Yeah. Basically, I was I was looking at them indifferently. Whether or not I do agree, yes, I think that if you could. Do right. Well, that's my point. Is, it's my opinion that it's that it's worse. Uh-huh. And I mean, I I have I have like yes, you can you can okay. It's like it's one of those things. It's like yes, you can say that it's it's my subjective opinion, but at the same time, it's well, just you like said it's well, your like I mean, yeah, so but cool. also, but like mine's different. But but. Is it not, it's not though. You just have said it's not. <laughs> no, but it's, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad. It's relative. You think it's bad? I don't think it's bad. But why? Why? Okay. Then, okay. Well, then explain yourself why you don't think it's bad if you also agree that nowadays their lifestyles are worse. They That's can't, the thing. Is have, I didn't say that. I didn't you, say that. You said it earlier worse. in this. You, you said it. You've agreed this entire episode how how that I modern perso- day people that I personally are stupid. Like I don't understand where you're not getting where you're not connecting those things. Like, do you think it's do you think it's do you think how people are nowadays is is worse or not? How people behave and act and think. Yes, I'm talking. I was talking about lifestyle. A second ago, when I was saying one's not better or worse than the other, I prefer or I strive for, you know, maybe, I guess my life's kind of changing now and maybe I'll enjoy this. But yeah, I would like to live a more self sufficient lifestyle. But I'm not saying that that's necessarily better. I prefer it for a lot of reasons. I'm not saying that it's better to live that way or to live in a city and do, maybe, dude, maybe I get this job and I really like it and I want to live in a city and have a little place and just like that i don't think that's necessarily bad or evil or dumb or whatever i never said it was evil exactly well i'm not trying to put words in your mouth i'm saying how i feel I'm just trying to put other things in your I'm mouth trying to put other things in your mouth um <laughs> no, okay yeah yeah no so so i wasn't talking about the way people act and behave just now necessarily i was talking about their lifestyle i'm not saying that one is necessarily better or worse than the other i'm saying that those are two different <laughs> lifestyles Based on but the you, conditions. But you've been, this entire episode, you have been saying that their lifestyle is worse. You've been you've been agreeing with the fact that we think that their lifestyle has put them in the situation that they are in. Huh? Come over here. Talk on the mic. Yeah. I'm just trying to process. <laughs> hey, man, that's all. That's all we're doing. Um. Okay, hold on. I lost. I lost train of things. 
Um, Ryan's retarded. I'm retarded. So I, I gotta stop so, saying. I, mean, I really gotta stop like, saying that. I okay. okay. Let's, let's take it from step by step from the beginning of the episode and what we've even talked about well, in previous episodes. You know, hold on. Let me let me like, put it this way. I, more modern, th- like living lifestyle came along. What we're really what we were really talking about, at least I guess for me. Yes, in the broader sense of things, how things have devolved since way, way back then. But, I mean, really, over the past 30, 20, 30 years-ish, something like that, 40, things have gotten, you know, that's more, yes, I think things have gotten worse. I think things have gotten less traditional. I think yeah, that causes issues. That in itself but, is just a caveat. It's like, but it's, 40 years ago. You can view bef- it as a de- devolution or an evolution. That's really the entire thing that I'm saying. Liberals is that, think that we're making that progress, I don't, but conservatives think that we're degenerating from conserv- uh-huh. like traditional values. And I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing with the recent. Recently, yes, I think that we've degenerated a lot. But I think that what city living was a thing when most people had more traditional lifestyles. So I'm, yeah, but I, you know, I do think that very, very. Like, recently, since we're talking about history very broadly right now, very, very recently, I think people have gotten a lot less traditional, like we've been talking about the whole episode. Yeah, you're right. And I think that has made it worse for people. But I think, you know, that doesn't necessarily equate to a more city lifestyle. I think it does. Maybe it does, and and it's just the fact that we've kind of that that's become All more I'm of a thing. Is John C. Calhoun rat, rat utopia experiments, my boy. And with that point, we're gonna cut it off here. This has been the Polemia Podcast with our new guest member Titi.